Oklahoma's Medicaid program, Sooner Care, is on its way to profound change. State Impact's Catherine Sweeney talked with its director, Secretary of Health Kevin Corbett, this week about the transition to managed care. Right now, Sooner Care works on a fee-for-service model where the state pays providers like doctors and hospitals directly. The Stitt administration has worked to usher in managed care, a model that brings insurance companies in to manage members' health coverage. That new program will be called Sooner Select. For our listeners who might not know, uh, can we talk a little bit about who qualifies for Medicaid and what the point of that program is? Medicaid is for those individuals that are not financially resourceful to be able to acquire healthcare on their own. So this is a group of individuals that meet a certain level of income, typically anything about 138% or lower of the federal poverty limit, give you some perspectives on that. For an individual that's less than $18,000 a year in income, for a family of four, less than $40,000 in income. What is Sooner Select, just to catch anybody up who maybe wasn't aware or hasn't been in touch with that? And I'll use a little history if that's okay. I mean, you know, we are not in a position that I would view as being enviable. We're 48th in the country today in health rankings. But what we haven't been able to do is really crack the code with regards to how do we improve health outcomes for at least the members that we serve. And today, that's a million three, so about 30 percent of our entire state population. So we are moving to an, I'll call it a delivery system change. So moving from a fee for service to an outcome based program that really measures the success based on how well people are receiving health care, but at the same time, how is their health improving? Can we talk a little bit about what fee-for-service looks like and how long that's been around and why Oklahoma is trying to move away from that? We have 70,000 providers that agreed to contract and provide services to our Medicaid members. And there is an agreement made in terms of what the fee schedule might be or the compensation might be for the services they provide. And so when we start, again, thinking about what was the progress or lack thereof that we were making with regards to health outcomes, And what are others having success with? And so uh, managed care has been around for a long period of time. For the most part, social determinant type services are not allowable under a fee-for-service. But we know they need to be addressed. They may be 80% of the reasons why health conditions exist today. Listeners might not know the term social determinants of health. Can we define that term? Yeah, I mean, it could be living conditions. It could be food insecurity issues. Everything that you think about that could have an impact on your decisions of how you might think about your health. When I've talked with um, health policy analysts and people out of state about managed care versus fee-for-service, that is kind of the biggest pro that they offer is that it allows states to invest in these social determinants of health in a way that isn't possible elsewhere. Um, One of the biggest criticisms that I hear is you know, concerns about misspending. And we've seen that in lawsuits in other states, you know, Ohio, a few others. How is Oklahoma hedging against that kind of issue where these companies can inflate costs or do other things that don't responsibly spend taxpayer dollars? No, fair fair question. That's going to be the role of the healthcare authority to ensure that all of those things are operating at our expectations and our set of standards. Part of it starts with picking the right partners, setting the right expectations, and having the right checks and balances in place as an oversight function. 
So that is on us. Where is HCA in getting federal approval and in the in the bid process? Just a check-in. The first step was to obviously have authority to do this. We have that. So we have three requests for proposals. One was a dental program. Another was the medical program. And then it was a children's specialty program. So we just awarded the dental program and we will close the response time for the medical and specialty the children's specialty program on February 8th. And then we'll begin the evaluation process of those and make a selection sometime in May. And right now we believe that period of time will take us up to April of 24 before we're able to kind of launch the program, if you will.